Hey champions, this is your weekly podcast about Genesis Battle of Champions. And in this cast, we talk about everything related to game design, development, testing, and more for Genesis. I'm Asid, your host and the creator of the game. Now let's jump into this week's episode. All right, hey champions, uh, we're here for another cast. This time we're talking about Kendra. Hey guys, it's Lionel. <laughs> yeah, you got Asid and Lionel here and uh, yeah, so as the other champion casts, we will go into the champion story. Well, that'll be mainly me, mm-hmm. but uh, then we'll talk about some play styles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I play with Kendra a lot, and I know you've played against Kendra a lot. Oh, yeah. So uh, it's kind of the reverse of the Nubia one a little bit. Um, so let's talk about Kendra's story. Kendra's story is very interesting. Um, so we talked about in Nubia's uh, story that Kendra was at the top of this tower. Um, and I don't know if you kind of picked up on it, but things were different as Nubia was walking up the tower. And the only point about that is the tower itself has sustained time, but the room that Kendra is in is enchanted to be suspended outside of time. And that's where the Book of the Dam has to stay hmm. so that no one gets access to it. Uh, but they needed someone to watch over the book and they ended up picking Kendra. So why did they pick Kendra? Uh, this is going back into the beginning of the world, and this is important to talk about before we get into rain. Um, when the world started, there were two races in the world, the demons and the elves, and they lived in peace. But uh, out of nowhere, the, so let's go back a little bit more. You have the demons and the elves. They were created by these five ancient creatures. The demons were created by the Valkyrie, and or what we would call Valkyrie in English, but other names. Uh, and the elves were created by a creature called um, the Phoenix, All right? Uh, so those two races were created and everything was in peace until these five ancient creatures ended up going to war against each other. And they used their own races to attack each other. And yeah, uh, the reason they went to war was because one of the demons and one of the elves had a child and that child was human humans in our world are halflings half elf and half demon uh and the thing is they're half of each race but better than both they obtain all the strengths of both races uh with very little of the weaknesses uh except for the fact that their timelines are their life is a lot shorter Elves live for hundreds of years, the same with demons, but humans live into their 30s, 40s, 50s type of thing. So this child is born and it's a human. Uh, and the race, each race wants possession over this human, but so they end up going to war, the ancient creatures go to war, it becomes really bad. Uh, eventually, a few people decide that this war needs to end. And what they do is uh, they know that the only way for this war to end is if the five ancient creatures are suspended from time and removed from existence. Uh, they couldn't kill them because they are the creators of the universe, but they could r- remove them from existence. So they suspended them inside the Book of the Dam, and uh, then they need to make sure no one would release these creatures again. So they need to pick someone to guard over the book, and that book was that human who's Kendra. So Kendra is the first human who was put away in this tower to protect the book forever. Uh, And then she does this for a very long time. uh, And then eventually Nubia appears, breaks the book out. The enchantment around the tower is broken and 
it's now exposed to time. So let alone it's Kendra going insane, she's now seeing thousands of years pass by in the blink of her eyes. Um, so everything's just kind of confusing to her. So she would have been aging with, she wouldn't really be aging then. No, she didn't age when the, cur- when the spell was broken, but she experienced the rest of time. Uh, so then, um, okay. so uh, after that happens, she is rescued by Rain, and Rain takes Kendra to the fallen city of Sahas. Uh, Sahas was a demon city that was used as a library. It's just one giant library to them, but to us, it would seem like a metropolitan city. Um, so uh, Rain takes Kendra there, and they re rehabitat uh, Sahas. Um, bringing people from other cities and stuff like that people who are more scholars than fighters mm-hmm. um, and that's how the two of them end up creating the city of Sahas mm-hmm. uh, so that's Kendra's backstory a little bit uh, and she takes the book with her and now this book now that's been opened once and sealed again uh, it's now at a new state of an, its own existence it's now removed from it's now brought into time uh, so it's the thing that gives Kendra her abilities. Um, so that's her pathway. Yeah. And it's part of the reason why if you see Kendra's art, she's surrounded by these little ghosts and these specters. Uh, that's her conduit kind of coming to life. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's Kendra's story. Let's talk about... I guess we didn't get a lot of chance to talk about how we created her uh, or the champion creation process. I think that's another podcast of like, mm-hmm. how do we go about creating champions and things like that. Let's talk about play styles. Um, why don't you lead it off? Uh, sure, yeah. Kendra's not really my uh, champion, my play style, the play style that I usually gravitate towards. Um, so I can really only talk about what I've seen um, based on like how, like how what I feel like your strengths are. Uh, Kendra Control is a very popular and a very strong style. Mm-hmm. I think you use, that's your main style, yeah. your main Kendra deck, yeah. Um, so running a lot of uh, cognitive like restrictions, uh, she has the ability to make the opponent discard their um, their thoughts. So that al- her ability inherently is a control type ability. So mm-hmm. you just play towards her strengths. Uh, cognitive restrictions have your defensive cards um, like Chrono Walkers, smoke bombs, um, the normal. Um, I would even argue running some. Um, Death Eaters for uh, mm-hmm. spot removal, but very few of them because they do. She does not have a lot of health. Yeah. Um, and what would you what would you run as a Rincon mainly? Uh, so the way I look at her is she is actually the slowest of all champions because her biggest thing is she wants Nurum to go off as often as possible. Mm. Uh, so because of that, you she is one of the few non-fighting champions that actually wants to be face to face against their opponent. Uh, but she wants to be face-to-face to the champion, not summons, nothing else. She wants the summons to kind of do their own thing. So, um, yeah, I agree with a lot of what you're talking about. The cognitive restrictions are really powerful because if you're already in their face, then when they try to do something to get out of it, you can do cognitive restrictions. Smoke bombs are great for her because then you're not spending a lot of aura to deke out of things. Chrono walkers. Um, a big thing that helps her a lot is teleport. You need to be running teleport with yeah. Kendra because uh, the worst thing you want is your opponent to put up a wall of hunting hounds 
and then you can't really get through the hounds. So uh, in that regard, would you run uh, tsunamis for the, the tsunamis? Uh, I run chain lightnings with her instead mm, okay. because chain lightnings are better if you can get to where you need to be to cast them. Uh, a chain lightning can kill out a scorpion. A tsunami can't. Yeah, that's good. Uh, so. I would run chain lightnings with her, and then you can teleport to make sure you're always in the right spot. Mm -hmm. Teleport, Colonel Walker, or smoke bomb. Uh, another big thing that helps Kendra a lot is uh, Axon Chaos have the best um, card fetching abilities. So you have Underworld Knowledge, Underworld Dealings, you have um, Careful Considerations, and you have Dedicated Studies. Mm -hmm. All these in combination makes it that practically every game you play, you're running the hands you need to run. Underworld knowledge and underworld, underworld dealings cost you health. Yes. In that regard, would you run um, uh, Vampiric Kiss? Yes, and that's where her biggest thing comes in. Mm -hmm. If you're already face to face and you're planning to use Neurum, run Vampiric Kiss and then Neurum. Mm -hmm. it make them lose five health, essentially, and you gain yeah. three, and they discard two cards. That's pretty um, strong. And then you have the it, cognitive restrictions to stop yes. getting out of it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if you don't have the cognitive restrictions, um, Make sure you're using your Vampire Kisses against creatures. The worst thing I could say ever happening is playing a Vampire Kiss against a champion and then they smoke bomb. Mm -hmm. uh, you can't play another Vampire Kiss in response to that. So they're out. You don't have anyone else to target. You're kind of yeah. uh, out of luck. So make sure you have a cognitive restrictions to back you up or make sure you know they have no way out of it. Now I'm thinking of um, cognitive restrictions is a, is a really powerful card because you yes. can even use it. The, the interesting thing about it is that you can use it against abilities. So yeah. if Malak goes in to attack, like you're face to face with Malak against Malak, he goes in with his heavy attack. He yeah. cognitive restricts in that. He pays yeah. two health. He doesn't, and then you don't take the four damage. Yeah, so. cognitive restrictions and pressure points are mm -hmm. really really powerful. Yeah. Um, a lot of those things that are short range, really hard to get off more often than that. I run a lot of those with uh, Kendra because my goal is to get in short range, to stay in as close as possible, and to deal with um, summons by Death Eaters, Tsunamis, Chain Lightnings. I run, mm -hmm. I think, six Chain Lightnings and four Tsunamis, where in a normal deck I reverse the order of that. Um, so that those are big things. Uh, dedicated Studies helps a lot with her. Uh, so does Unhinge. Uh, a great thing is when you neurum someone and uh you don't hit the cards you need to hit so th they look at the two cards that are discarded and they're all excited because you didn't make them discard them and then you unhinge them that's just and mean. it's like no what's really mean <laughs> is when they play a um primordial force or an angel and then you uh rebound it and then unhinge them yeah. that's really mean um but so, no the unhinges are really good too now an interesting thing is how would you play against that if you're pl playing against the Kendra control, mm -hmm. um, little summons are your friends. Uh, hunting hounds are amazing for that because they can put up uh, distance and make it really hard. Um, the other thing is, it, the biggest thing is to restrict her mobility. Uh, once okay. she can't move a lot, you can really ha mm. uh, deal with that pretty easily. Uh, the more distance she has from her opponent, the more the slower her deck gets. So uh, that's what I would say. She can't deal with a lot of things at once. Um, so she really, really hurts against the um, Fire Scorpion deck, uh, the Idris Scorpion deck. Uh, yeah. uh, she really hurts against that. So uh, yeah, that would be my recommendation for Kendra. Cool. Cool. Uh, 
uh, that's it for this cast. I uh, hope you enjoy it. Join us for next week. Uh, we'll be talking about rain then. <laughs> Look right. forward to it. Take care, guys. Bye. That's everything for this week's cast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any topic ideas for future casts, make sure you let us know by emailing us at contactus at hauntedcastlegaming.com. Bye for now.